1: Foundations. But in how they behaved, and the things that they did, Jesus was pretty scathing towards them. We understand why he was angry with the Pharisees. We understand why he was cranky with the Sadducees. But the scribes, why the scribes? Mm. The scribes were copying the Bible.
0: Foundations, understanding the Jewish foundations of our Christian faith. With Robbo Robinson and Mandy Warby. been learning about the different jewish religious groups so far the pharisees and sadducees have been covered and in our last program we started to learn about the scribes we've got a lot to be thankful for from this group because it was their meticulous attention to detail over the centuries that has resulted in us having a really trustworthy record of scripture and it certainly was uh, quite amazing to hear uh, the way that they did that in the Uh, last program But a question to start today's program, Mandy, is to say, are there still scribes around today? Because we obviously hear Jesus talking about the scribes back in the day. But are there still scribes in Israel
1: today? Yeah, I mean, it's a very specialised skill. And as we said, it takes months and months to actually produce a handwritten scroll. But I've actually seen them actually doing their thing. When we visited Israel, we go up to Masada, which is out in the Judean wilderness. On the very top of Masada, there is the ruins of a, a small synagogue, and if you walk in there and walk around towards the, the back, there's a little doorway. And most of the times we've been there, there is usually a, a middle-aged to elderly uh, scribe. And it, it's air-conditioned for him, thankfully, because it's stinking hot there, uh-huh. I tell you, in the summer. And he's got a master scroll there, and he has his parchments out, and he's using what looks like to be an old-fashioned quill-type like quill you- pen. Wow. And he is copying... Torah scrolls wow. And so we've been able to watch him do his thing It's really quite fascinating That's amazing yeah. So yeah, as, as you said we, Last time we started learning about the scribes There are two different branches in the scribes The religious ones and the more civil-minded ones We're focusing on the religious ones And you read about scribes all the time in the New Covenant It kind of seems that whenever Jesus spoke about them or to them He wasn't very complimentary mm. at all I mean, I'm really grateful To the scribes, as you said, I mean, the Bibles that we have today, the accuracy that we have is due primarily to their rigidity Mm. when it comes to the rules and copying them so faithfully and so carefully. But in how they behaved and the things that they did, Jesus was pretty scathing towards them. We understand why he was angry with the Pharisees. We understand why he was cranky with the Sadducees, but the scribes. Why the scribes? The Mm. scribes were copying the Bible.
0: why you think that's a good thing, so he wouldn't be upset about that.
1: Yeah, what's to be cranky about? The scribes were theologically aligned with the Pharisees, so they were conservatives. Uh, They knew the Scriptures intimately, probably better than anybody because they were copying. They were known as the teachers of the law. They knew it back to front. When Jesus spoke to them, he was scathing. Well,
0: a great example of that is in Matthew 23, in verses 14 and 15, Jesus said, Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, because you devour widows' houses, and for a pretense you make long prayers. Therefore you'll receive greater condemnation. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, because you travel around on sea and land to make one proselyte, and when he becomes one you make him twice as much a son of hell as yourselves. So I he's mean... not mentioning his words there, is he? <laughs> That's
1: br- I'd rather be called a brood of vipers. Mm, yeah. That's brutal. Yeah. Like It's really savage. And where, where did Jesus meek and mild go? Mm-hmm. He goes on in that chapter calling them blind guides because they manipulated and tortured the scripture so badly, creatively tying people up with so much tradition that they could extort so much out of them for their own personal gain and power. Mm. They would fixate on the tiniest elements of the law and their own traditions, keeping the masses bowed, like crushed, mm. but submitting to them. Yep. They had so much power. And Jesus described this as straining out a gnat or swallowing a camel, mm. you know, completely missing the whole point of the scripture in the first place. It was like this. Um, this massive pretense in piety, uh, its self-righteousness, presenting themselves as these supreme spiritual leaders. And he finished by telling them that they were filled with robbery and self-indulgent, that they were tombs that looked glorious on the outside but were filled with rotting corpses inside. Mm. (laughs) That's so brutal.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: That's really savage. Uh, He's basically saying they were filled with unrighteousness and lawlessness.
0: And I guess you can understand because of their intricate knowledge of the scriptures and the authority that they were given within the community, you could probably understand uh, what's going on there because they're able to sort of twist the scriptures for their own gain.
1: Well, they were feathering their own nests at the expense of their people, but they were using the law to do it. Mm. And this is what made Jesus so cranky. When I would read it, I think, what does it mean when it says you devour widows' houses? What does that even mean? Yeah. And I remember listening to a message by Dr. John MacArthur and I've got a quote from his message to share because it explains what that means to devour widows' houses, okay? Quote, a widow would have an estate. She would want to make sure that it was secure and safe. And so she would bring a scribe to take care of the legal work to protect her estate. And while pretending to protect her estate, he would take it. They would mismanage the property of widows. They would abuse the hospitality of widows, living in their houses, taking up the space in their homes, eating their food in a gluttonous fashion and making excessive demands, leeching off them. They would take money from older widows with deficient mental powers. As the older women lost their ability to reason and think what was going on, they would steal them blind. Then they would take the house of a widow in pledge for the debt that they were owed for all of their legal services. And when the widow died, they would own the house. Nothing would be left if she had any children. They demanded that the widows give purchase for blessing from God as they demanded from everybody in their system. End quote.
0: I guess they were almost like legal con artists, weren't they? They were able to sort of manipulate these people with what they thought was the right thing, but they were actually taking things for their own gain.
1: You can really understand why Jesus was so cranky with them Mm. because they were using the technicalities of God's law, which was for the benefit of the people, and they had twisted it and walked this very, very Cunning line mm. So they could actually say We didn't break the law yeah. We did everything By the, the letter of the law By the book mm-hmm. And yet They were ripping These people off blind Yeah And you know this, You could almost say Oh it's kind of like The legal system today <laughs> Yeah it, that's kind right Kind of I mean how many people End up in legal battles They can lose everything Even if they win They lose it all To the legal eagle. That's right yes, You get the, it all
0: The lawyer gets paid And everybody else Misses out
1: Exactly So you can understand Why Jesus was so cranky With mm. them Yeah, so Jesus was scathing of these men. He was brutal in both his assessment and his condemnation of them. We like to think that Jesus is this very mild, gentle, patient man, full of love and tolerance. Can I say he was? He was with the masses. Mm. But for those who actually said that they represented God, that they were the mouthpiece of God, that they were the experts in God's law, these were the people that were supposed to shepherd and guide and counsel and lead God the people in God's truth. And what they had done was they'd got themselves into a position where, and I want to say this guardedly, it's, it's a thought that's just come to mind, but they almost got themselves to the point where they held the position that God was supposed to have.
0: Yeah, that's right. The
1: people had to obey them or they'd be excommunicated. They'd be kicked out of the synagogue. They'd have be social outcasts. They literally had to bow and scrape to the machinations of these religious leaders. Who they knew God's law, they wrote it out mm-hmm. every day. Yeah. And the people were at their mercy. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I get why Jesus was so cranky with these men. They gave us the most extraordinary gift through the scriptures the sustaining, the maintaining, the protection of the scriptures themselves. But boy oh boy They were masters at Abusing and twisting it For Mm. their own gain
0: Such a sad outcome But certainly yeah yeah, Something we can be Very thankful for That we have The Bibles we have today As a result of the work Not all the the scribes
1: scribes were Hmm. And not all the Pharisees were Because we know That there were some of them They were really Righteous godly men It's just that They were in the minority
0: Yeah sadly Well that wraps up Our study of the scribes Next time we're going to Start to look at The Essenes On Foundations